Welcome back. Welcome back. Another episode of Talking Cash. Talking Cash. I'm Jeff Knows Money. I'm Mojo here. And before we jump off in there, hey, it's football season. Make sure you're checking out the Made Men radio show. That's our buddies, Big Drake and Kingpin. They're talking a lot of football, a lot of life stuff, but a lot of football, and it's ignorant. And you know we love the foosball, and you know we love the ignorant. We do. We The, the ignorant has a special place in our hearts. So make sure y'all go check them out. Made Men Radio Show. That's family. Subscribe to them anywhere podcasts are found. Apple, Spotify, Amazon, UPS, FedEx, FM, AM74. They own all that. Just make sure you find them. Anyhow, um, back to the business. Uh, a few episodes ago, we pissed all y'all off because we told y'all the truth. I'm sick, man. Mm-hmm. You know wrong. how y'all don't like the truth. And we told y'all how much money you really need to be making to live an upper middle class lifestyle and still be able to save some money. It was a big Duke ass number. But go back and check out the last episode if you haven't seen it yet. Yep. And then we told you why you need to make that big ass BBL type number. Yep. And you can go back and check that episode out as well. And now we're going to tell you how everything got so out of whack. Coming up next on Talking Cash. You getting ready to be a rich new. All right, so last few episodes, we told y'all that you need to be making 200000 to 250000 a year to live a really nice life and also save some money. And some folks got mad at us because that's almost an impossible number to hit for the average working everyday person. Now, uh, we're, we're, we got a heart. We're aware of that. And we didn't want anybody to feel like we're throwing this number out there and you're going to be discouraged about where you are. So we're just really trying to tell you the truth. Uh, we want you to know that you've been hustled. So if you didn't take anything away from last episode, just remember that a high school graduate in 1990 makes more money than a college, a college graduate does now. So how did we get here? How are we in a situation when America as a country is as rich as it's ever been? It's, it's a simple answer. And the reality of it is, is that somebody is making that money. It's just not us. Oh, uh, Would you care to elaborate on that, my beige brother? Certainly. Um, so in America, before the 1980s, our salaries grew with productivity. So as a country, the more productive we became, the more money we all made. And that's why before the 1980s, we had a thriving middle class and you had a real shot at the American dream. Ah, yes. A white house, a white picket fence, three little white children, a white woman at home cooking every day. Uh, sir, what, uh, whose house did you did you break into? Cause <laughs> uh, the, the melanated people would never would never part of this so called dream. <laughs> That's true. That's where we're actually there were actually laws passed to make black women take their ass to work, so they never could stay at home and be stay at home moms. But that's a topic for a whole another day. Um, but while we are creating billionaires at an incredible rate, that wealth has not trickled down to the regular everyday folks. So who's to blame? 
and that would be the architect of the trickle-down lie. Nobody else than Reagan. What, Jeff? Chakra. What did old Ronnie Reagan do? Um, well, it wasn't on him, but he's really like kind of the face of the movement. Okay. But early 80s, Ronald Reagan gets elected. Then there's this whole push to lower corporate taxes and then lower taxes on the wealthy. That pretty much started with him. The idea was that if you if the wealthy people are allegedly the job creators, if you lowered their taxes, then they would use the money they didn't spend on taxes to create more jobs. And on the surface, that sounds good at that level. But as it is 40 years later, it didn't work. Why didn't it work? So it's an easy answer. You know, you, if you watch TV, you're going to hear all these politicians give all these complex, convoluted answers. But we like to make stuff simple here. So here's simple. Just use your common sense. I work with business owners, right? And some of them have crazy tax bills year to year. And now put yourself in their shoes. Okay. Let's say you're a business owner and let's say you make 500000 a year. After you pay all your taxes, after your expenses, and after you pay your employees. Right? Okay. Okay. So you're living a good life. You're living a damn good life, right? But you're not elitely wealthy. Like, you're not, like, billionaire status. You're not going to be waking up one day worth 40, 50 million because right. you make 500 a year. Right. All right. Now, let's say I'm the government, and I come in and say, uh, Mojo, Instead of you giving me $200,000 this year in taxes, I'm going to drop your tax bill down to 50000 So now you're going to get 150000 in your pocket because you used to pay me two hundred, but this year just give me fifty. How does that make you feel? Shee! We up. <laughs> Shee! All right. Let's do it. Now, you got an extra one fifty. What's the first thing you're going to do? Buy a whole bunch of mead bowls from Arizona. <laughs> only as only Mojo Hill would. So the key is is not so much that Mojo would go get mead bowls. Who don't like mead? It's a place for it's a place <laughs> for all of it. But the kicker is, is Mojo did not say I'm gonna go hire more people. Uh no. You didn't even say you're gonna pay your current workers more. Cause in your head. That's your money. You damn right it is. Yeah. So the whole, because Mojo didn't pay taxes, Mojo's going to hire workers. The problem with that is what determines if you hire more workers? What does determine it? Needing more workers. So, so simply put, the demand for whatever I'm selling has to increase before I need to hire more people. Yep. And lowering my taxes... Ain't got a damn thing to do with that. Not a damn thing. So the trickle-down theory was just a hustle to get more money in the pockets of the wealthiest Americans and the corporations. What else happened? It had to be something else. Yeah. So the other part of this is the unions got weak. So most of us got pushed to go to college. We got pushed towards white-collar jobs, and I may be missing something here, but 
I've been in corporate America my whole post-college career. I've never seen a white-collar job in the private sector that has unions. Um, most of the union jobs involve manual labor, like factories, logistics, construction jobs, welders, uh, electricians, or you work in, or you work in education. These teachers' unions carry some weight around here too. Yep, and and notice the only place where you consistently see pensions, automatic negotiated pay raises, and even like reduced health insurance. The only place you're going to see that is where somebody has a union. And since the early 1980s, union membership has steadily declined. I think we're making a correlation here. Ain't that when your boy got an office? Who my boy? That ain't none of my damn boy. Don't put that nigga on me. You know running. Yeah, no, that, that, you know, you no, know don't, running. Don't run ahead. Who? Running who? The actor. The running hell? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The actor. The, talking about the actor that played president. There you go. And his wife was running around on the um, Warner Brothers lights, giving that Gok Gok 3000. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, I heard about that. Mm-hmm. Two-handing it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, that is not my boy. But, yes, union membership has steadily declined, and it has been a steady dose of propaganda to us to make us think that unions are bad, but there is strength in numbers. So because the unions have declined, you've seen less pay go to workers, less retirement benefits, and so on and so forth. Uh, they took away your ability to negotiate as a group, and you have to fight for raises and benefits on your own, and that doesn't work because they will just fire you and get someone else to do the damn job. Yep, and uh, translation people, if you move as a union, so let's just say you just move as a unit, they can't fire everybody. But as an individual, they're going to fire your ass. I F mean. F-I-I. Yeah. Fire. Your ass is fire. All right. But, but look, even as we record this episode right now, you just had the UPS guys go on strike. Then you got the, you had the Amazon workers, I think, last year. Amazon workers were going on strike. Starbucks folks were organizing to go on strike. Strength in numbers. And um, right now, you have the auto workers on strike for Ford and GM and all of them. Apple Store employees try to unionize, and these companies are fighting like hell to stop unions because they don't want to pay workers. Exactly. But while they don't want to pay the workers, the executives are racking up. They profiting, and it's a large, it's a large margin. Look, large. Corporate profits have never been higher. They're calling it inflation. That's not what this is. All they did was jack up the price of everything, and then they kept the extra money. Corporate profits hit an all-time high near the end of 2022. And how many of y'all got paid more as these corporations hit all-time highs in profits? Don't let these folks lie to y'all. Don't let these folks fool you. You can't make the money that you want to make simply because... They are stealing your wages. That's what happens in corporate America. That's what happens in all across the board. Um, worker productivity has increased tremendously over the last 40 years, but the wages ain't moved nowhere near in the same motion. Mm -mm. Look, like I said, right now, as we speak, the auto workers are on strike. The main, com the main complaint the auto workers have is that profits are up, the CEO pay is up, and the workers are making the same thing. 
the CEOs for Ford, GM, and Chrysler, on average, are making 40% more than they made four years ago. The profit at Ford is up 34%. The GM profit is up 50% over the last four years. At the same time, the worker pay has gone up just 4%. Ooh, boy, that just... That just, ooh, that just burned me up. Make me want to throw my head up like down at the riverfront. Just throw up the signal to go to get the whoopings, folks. Just, just <laughs> shut it down. Shut it down. You have damn near doubled your profits and didn't give your workers anything. Just shut it down. Throw damn. the hat. Throw yeah, the hat. Throw up. the hat. Throw the hat. That's the back, that's the back, si- back signal for niggerdom. And don't let these folks lie to you either. They're going to say that they're going to pay the workers and the price of everything will go up. They have been raising the prices anyway. Pay your damn workers. Everything's going to go up anyway. Pay your workers. And see, that that's the issue. See, the, the corporations are making way more money, but your wages have gone nowhere. So you can't make the money you were supposed to make simply because they stole it. Whom is they? Them. The, them, them, them damn days are, are always getting over. They need to get got. It, it is, but th- that's a damn good point. See, they, which is the wealthiest Americans who call the shots, they are hiding behind this word corporation. And they have turned the corporation into this faceless, nameless entity that's just an LLC on a piece of paper. So you can't blame an actual person. So the leaders of the corporation say that they have to serve the shareholders and the way they serve the shareholders is to maximize profits. And who are the shareholders? Uh, They are. So they own all the stock. Yep. And they are the ones on the board of these companies and run these companies, right? Right. So when you say they are supposed to be maximizing profits. You're starting to get it. Okay, okay, okay. You're getting there. Okay, so they're just lining their own pockets mm-hmm. because they're maximizing profits mm-hmm. just to benefit the shareholders, mm-hmm. but they are the shareholders. Uh-huh. All right. And, and and so even better, the better question, who appoints the board of directors that's hiring and firing the CEOs? Who does that? They do. Who is they? See, normally I would say them, but I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. Secret. Google who the largest shareholders are for Ford. Google who the largest shareholders are for GM. Google Stellantis. That's who bought Chrysler. Check out who their largest shareholders are. And after you get done with that, go look at some banks. Go pull who the largest shareholders are for Bank of America, Goldman Sachs. Citigroup, Wells Fargo. After you do that, tip on off into healthcare. Check out who the shareholders are for Pfizer, um, United Healthcare, any of these pharmaceutical companies or your healthcare insurance companies. Go and Google who the largest shareholders are for them. And the one thing will hold true you're going to see the same two or three companies pop up. Leave the names in the comment to let us know if you got that on this episode. Mm-hmm. And see, 
those same two or three names that you're going to see when you Google some of these companies and see who the largest shareholder is, those two or three names are why you can't get paid. That's where your stolen wages are going. So my recommendation is, because I hear a lot of people saying this, oh, because they paid the UPS workers more, we're going to have to pay more for shipping. Oh, because they pay the auto workers more, we're going to have to pay more for shipping. Stop getting mad at the little guy. Google who those two or three names are that's holding all these shares, that's appointing these people on these boards, that's appointing these CEOs. Figure out who those two or three companies are and get mad at them. We out.